0: Today is May 7th, 2019. I'm here with Cliff McKenzie, who is 77 today. He is at the VA on 23rd Street in New York City. He just left the ICU a day ago for his congestive heart failure and end-stage COPD. We are here to chat, to celebrate, to spend time together but really to talk about life and death and I want to just turn things over to the wise words of my wonderful father um, <clears throat> to tell us a, a little bit about those wisdoms that he has about life and death. Life and death, the wonderful, they're, they're wonderful things. I I'm sitting here on a VA bed that's rising and falling and I've had a wonderful day because as a quote philosopher renaissance man I've sometimes been called a thinker I've always wondered what life is all about and in a summary life is all about death and it's about the span between your birth and your death and what you fill or place or cultivate or destroy or maim or nurture in between. And uh, some people call those things uh, guilts and some things, some people call those things achievements, you know, uh, joys. Uh, Today I had the pleasure of the seeds of my joys coming because my wife was here visiting, my grandchildren were all here uh, uh, visiting, my daughters were here visiting, and a friend of them were here. So I had a whole family here of the seeds between life and death. And as a person who's talking to uh, hopefully younger people, but any age, younger being in my opinion the. The nurturing, developing soul who's looking for why am I, who am I, what's my purpose on this life, is life worth living, you know, the answer to that has to come with a a, a little test that my uh, daughter gave her students, or, or, or rather maybe our teacher gave her students, it was to go to the Metropolitan Museum and look at tombstones and then come back from the museum to the school and construct uh, something that did evolve from those tombstones. And what these students ended up evolving was a heart shaped uh, made from bricks. So if you actually look at that, they went over to the museum and studied these tombstones which is death, the end of life. And then they came back and built a heart, which is life. There's death here, and there's life here. Then on each of the uh, bricks from on their heart, they wrote a message or a uh, one word. And my daughter wrote a word representing something we had talked about the other day. And then I, I read through the other inscriptions And the one that leaked out at me, that just about strangled me, was the word savage. Now, here's a young woman that looked at death, looked at life, and wrote the word savage. And truly, I think life is savage, because for us to accomplish a good life, it's a savage battle with all of the restraints that hold us back from doing that. And those are conformity and, and uh, acceptance and all of these things that make the difference between a grave and a, a rut, the depth. So we can become swallowed up by trying to conform. And I noticed that the other messages on the on the bricks were what I what I would call conformist messages. They were standard, run-of-the-mill. You know, don't break the eyes, Don't, don't, don't shake the, uh, the, the leaves of the tree. They were, they were okay. They were good. They weren't bad. But this person had written savage, savage, and I'm a writer, of course. And of course, something like that just said to me, "Wow." savage I love that and you know life and death is here I'm sitting on the uh, cusp of my of my uh, my death I, I uh, have spent uh, the last week here the last few days rather concerned with my death because I keep having these attacks and these attacks are going to you know kill me you know congestive heartbeat so I, I'm looking at death and I'm trying to prepare for it in the most positive way I know how and that is by looking at life. Now I have a wonderful wife who's printed me up all these pictures, she prints all of, all the time of all of our children and all of our life. I could look down right now at the table and see my whole life in front of me. Now if you, regardless of what age you are, can open an object or a turn of paper and see your whole life in one glance you need to go back and do that because life and death is maybe a couple of days it could be a week could be a month could be 80 years could be 77 years you know it could be uh, whenever how are you going to fill the, the distance between life and death unless you look at the joys of your life so you know if you have children the one my, my whole thing, if you, if you have children, they're the joy of your life. If you do things that are good for other people, that's the joy of your life. The joy of your life is planting seeds for the future that helps people, not necessarily taking any claim for it. No, 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 oh, I did this and I did that. It's that quiet part of your soul. That reaches out and does something for somebody, and you know, I, I I ask myself, you know, I was a marine, I killed people, and uh, I've done bad things, and I've uh, uh, done uh, quote sins. What do I dwell on those? Do I go back? No. See, how many good things have I done today? What what good thing am I going to do today? Because as a human being. Our gaps are filled with pluses and minuses and what we need to do, if we're realistic, is to stop and say, what next best thing can I do for others? If I've done something good for others, I've done something good for myself. I've filled the gap between life and death. As I sit on the edge of my grave, and look down, I see the word savage. And savage means I am fighting to do the right thing. I may not do it, but I'm fighting to do it. I'm a savage to do it. And that's the good thing. Winston Churchill said, stand for something or be nothing. doesn't say stand for something good, stand for something bad. He said, stand for something or be nothing. What is the thing you stand for? And is it going to help someone? Fill the gap. Thank you, Dad. Life and death.